What is the upskies, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of the GX WrestleCast. We're on episode 95 of my little wrestling recap show, where once a week I go through all of the major WWE and AEW shows, give you the recap, give you the review, let you know what's going on storyline-wise, talk about the matches and all that great stuff. And at the end of the show, I give out my three stars of the week, awarding my three favorite matches that I witnessed with my eyeballs that week. And if there's a big major pay-per-view, I will do a separate episode for that. Sometimes I'll throw it into the recap episode if it's not a big major pay-per-view. But like last week, there was a full separate episode for Full Gear. So you can go back and listen to that whenever you'd like. And let's dive into the recap for this week. We're starting off with Monday Night Raw in Grand Rapids, Michigan. And we got Drew McIntyre. He's out in the ring and he is here to answer for what he did last week. Costing Cody and Jay Uso the Tag Team Championships. Drew says he is carrying... A lot of anger, getting screwed over by the bloodline, mainly by Jay Uso. Drew says he hasn't joined Judgment Day, but he will team with them at War Games to get his hands on Jay Uso. Oh snap, that's, uh, you know, that, that fuck, Drew really wants to get his hands on Jay Uso. And out comes Jay Uso. Yeet! McIntyre backed up by the Judgment Day. Jay backed up by Cody Rhodes, Sami Zayn, and Seth Reckon Rollins. Both sides enter the ring for a face-off. Adam Pierce breaks it up, tells Team Yeet, I guess I'm going to call him Team Yeet, needs a fifth member for the advantage match later on in the show. Everyone is banned uh, from any tomfoolery going on in that match tonight. Good promo from McIntyre. Uh, overall, is a solid opener, but I really like True McIntyre, man. Oh, mm. Moving on, it is Nia Jax going up against Raquel Rodriguez. Raquel charges Jax into the corner, leaps off of the apron, taking down Nia. Raquel is wrapped around the ring post. Nia just, like, torturing her back. Rodriguez tries lifting Nia three different times, and all attempts, Raquel's body gives out. So, yeesh. Uh, that was part of the storyline. It wasn't a botch or anything. Naya squashes Rodriguez with an Annihilator for a solid W. Uh, solid performance here from both women. <clears throat> Excuse me, match was was fine. You know, Raquel battling through injury made it for a really easy W right here for Naya Jax. Raquel, you know, she was fired up. Uh, one of her better performances, I guess. But yeah, Jax just continues her domination over the women's division. Moving on, we got... Judgment Day, they are hanging out backstage discussing war games. Drew arrives. He wants to take pre-spot in the advantage match tonight. Damien says, fine, show your worth. McIntyre already calling the shots right here by the looks of it in the Judgment Day. And tells Judgment Day he hates all of them. And he's only doing it to get his hands on Uso. Yeet. That was some good shit. Pretty funny moment right here. Speaking of Yeet, Team Yeet discussing who could be their partner. Rhodes says, I might have a guy. Okay. I I was thinking it might be Brock Lesnar. That's what I was thinking at this point. Next up, we got Becky Lynch going up against Zaya Lee. Lynch rocked by a kick, but is able to battle back. Locks in a disarmer. 
Zaya hard kick to Becky's back and an airplane spin dumping Becky right on her face. Aya thon. Becky hits a superplex. The crowd goes nuts for that. Lee hits the spinning back kick. Lynch falls to the outside. Lee goes after Becky but gets tossed into the ring post. We got a hockey fight breaks out into the middle of the ring. Lynch hits the manhandle slam. Pins and wins. Yeah, very good match right here. Uh, must be the first, like, legit match Zaya Lee has had without, you know, a kick ending it eight seconds in or shenanigans, whatever. And I thought Zaya Lee was looking really good versus Becky Lynch. Didn't go down easy. It took a lot of offense. A strong chemistry, I felt like, in this match and a good pace. Yeah, I really like this match. Seven and a half. Ah, that. And we got Damage Kataral or Damage Control. They walk down through the crowd. Brawl breaks out with Team Becky, but security comes out to break it up. We move on. It is Kaiser telling Geo to stay back or else. Or else what? He didn't say that. But we move on to said match. Ludwig Kaiser without a Giovanni Vinci versus Gargano with Champa. We got a heavy European uppercut by Kaiser. Nice tornado flatliner by Johnny. Hell yeah. Geo shows up to support Kaiser anyway. Instead, it ends up distracting Ludwig. He gets nailed with a DDT from Gargano. Pins and wins. Yeah, <laughs> solid back and forth match right here. Some nice counters. Kaiser looking good, but, you know, can't stay focused in this match. This tension between he and uh, Giovanni is is building, and, I, and I'm digging it. I don't, I don't know if I really would want Imperium to implode, but, I mean, Giovanni and Ludwig, they would make... Uh, I don't know if they would make it on their own. I think Kaiser has a great gimmick kind of going on right now. Giovanni, they barely let him talk. That's basically his gimmick right now, is that he doesn't really say much, but... Uh, yeah, I mean, I, I'm a fan of both these guys. I, I hope the future is bright for them, but I don't see it getting much brighter than, like, mid-card. So we'll see. We'll see how it goes. We got Adam Pierce after getting annoyed by the women's tag team division, announces there will be a number one contender's fatal four-way match. I think that's next week, though. Moving on, Zoe and Shayna invade the Judgment Day locker room. Rhea and Dom not impressed. Zoe eyes up Ripley's title, claims it will be hers at the Survivor Series. Ripley respects Zoe's bravery, but Zoe is done at the Survivor Series. Pretty alright little backstage moment. We move on to that, okay, it is the Fatal 4-Way number one contenders match that's going on right meow. Tegan Knox and Natalia versus Chance and Carter versus LeRae and Hartwell versus Maxine and Ivy Nile. We got a cool assisted backflip splash and a dive to the outside by Chance and Carter. Maxine big dive takes out the pile. Impressive double power bomb by Ivy. She just gets two power bombs in one. And then this really cool assisted handstand splash from Chance and Carter. I mean, they're on fire. Thumbs up for that. Maxine dives onto Knox. It is countered into a roll-up. Knox and Natalia win. Chance and Carter, like I said, were fantastic in this match. So good to see them uh, back at it. That was good. Some really cool tag team maneuvers in there as well. Ivy and Maxine were also pretty good. Lots of action in this match. Good pace. Some fun spots. A fun match. Yeah, 7 at 10. We got uh, got Gunther. He is angry again with Ludwig for his failures. Oh, dear. Ludwig. Not liking this side of Gunther right now. 
We move on. Adam Pearce is getting annoyed now by the men's tag team division until he agrees to a fatal four-way number one contenders match for next week. There you go. And then SmackDown general manager pops up, Nick Aldis. He arrives looking to have a chat with Adam Pearce. So... I don't know what they're talking about, but it will be about something, I would imagine. Unless he just brought him into a room to stand there quietly and stare at him. I don't know. The Miz, he is face-to-face with Gunther. Miz calls Gunther a forgettable one-note champion. Oh, shit. Gunther starts bullying Miz back, pushing him around, trying to get Miz to attack. And it works. Miz attacks, but Gunther overpowers Miz. A low blow and a skull-crushing finale stops Gunther in his tracks. Oh my goodness. Miz walks off like a stud. Good stuff right here. Thumbs up. Really like this uh, Miz-Gunther thing, man. Oh yeah, good stuff. We got Ivar challenges Bronson Reed for a match in a video package thingy. All right. Moving on, Shinsuke Nakamura going up against Chad Gable with the Alpha Academy. Gable suplexes Shinsuke over the ropes. Pretty nasty bump right there. And then Chad's been doing this cool, like, dominator into a DDT move. I like that. And then he does a diving headbutt to boot. We got a near fall there. Shinsuke pulls off the buckle pad. Soft German suplex from Chad. It was, like, the most pleasant thing. I would like to take that. Followed by dumping Shinsuke on his noodle for another suplex. So that I wouldn't want to take so much. King Shasa is reversed into an ankle lock. Shin fights out of that, pushing Chad into the exposed turnbuckle, rolls up pins, and steals the W. Good competitive competitive match right here. Couple little botches in this match, I will say, but some nice counters, nice offense from Chad. 7 out of 10. I still got a kick out of this one. So we go back to Team Yeet, uh, still discussing things backstage. Cody Rhodes claims that he is in and again i'm really really thinking it is brock lesnar at this point uh spoiler alert it is not brock lesnar main event time more games advantage match so uh, the advantage is you win this match you get to have uh your teammates enter into war games first so you're gonna have a two to one advantage coming into war games so pretty big deal it's drew mcintyre going up against jay uso Drew trash-talking eats a bitch slap from Jey Uso. Drew throws Uso across the announce table. Michael Cole barely moves a muscle. Well done. Jay counters the Claymore with a super kick. Drew knocks Uso off of the ropes, nails a Future Shock DDT, pins and grabs a rare victory with the Future Shock. Interesting. That might be the first time I've ever seen him win with the Future Shock, but all right. Um, an okay main event. Uh, way too many commercial breaks, man. I think there was three fucking commercial breaks in this one. Really broke up the the pacing of this match. It was long and just, yeah, not that awesome. Judgment Day arrived to beat up Uso. Out comes Jay's teammates. They clear Judgment Day out of the ring. And Co- Cody announces the fifth member is with a lot of foreshadowing. Oh, he's uh, he's a viper. He's uh, he's um, He hears voices. It's Randy freaking Orton. Oh my god. Now, he wasn't there, I don't think, in person because the show kind of cut off. But that's Randy Orton, bro. He's saying it's Randy Orton, and that's amazing. Randy has been on the shelf for quite some time now, dealing with a back injury. 
and it's been up in the air late, like for a while now if he was ever going to return from that injury, and it looks like the day is finally here. It looks like Randy Orton will be returning in war games of all things. Like, holy shit, you're going to have a guy that's been off the shelf for like, like a year or something? He's been gone for a long time, man. Like, Matt Riddle lost his job. He's been gone so long. But, yeah, man, him going into war games, I would have to suspect <clears throat> that Orton would be going into the war games match last but regardless it's war games it's a brutal match so gonna be extremely interesting to see randy orton's return in that match but that's a trifecta thumbs up for for randy orton love that dude uh so glad to hear that he's on his way back that's amazing and that's the end of the show a good raw this week couple matches couple good matches uh, especially the women's four-way match that was a good time Really happy to see Chance and Carter have a pulse again. I mean, they're a good tag team, and they just were not getting utilized. So good to see them in this one doing a lot of good stuff. I'm excited for Gunther versus Miz. And, of course, it's amazing to hear Randy Orton is on his way back. 7 out of 10 for Monday Night Raw. Let's go over to NXT 2.0, and they are starting off in... In fashion with a Heritage Cup Championship match, Noam Dar with the metaphor defending against Chad Gable with the Alpha Academy. Mensa sneaky cheap shot on Chad, Dar hitting a Nova Roller, picks up the first fall at the end of round two, up 1-0. Dar plants Chad face first on the floor, Dar delivers a knee right into the side of Gable's head. I can't believe he didn't get knocked out by that, that was fucking right on the button gable nails a chaos theory to start round five tying it up one nothing or sorry one one you don't anyway dar another cheap shot before round six chad goes for a moonsault dar has his foot up but chad grabs that foot applies a deep ankle lock time runs out before dar taps out it's still tied one one and the match is done no am dar retains in the situation of a tie. So there you go. Really good, stiff, technical match right here. Lots of impressive counters, near falls. That sixth round was awesome. Really did a good job with the time there. Seven and a half out of ten. Good shit. Tempers flare after the match. Maxine is pushed down. Otis smooches Lash Legend and Metaphor are so grossed out. They just leave. That's okay. Okay. Come on now. Otis is a handsome devil. Moving on, Dawn and Stax have a surprise celebration dinner for winning the tag team titles again. Oh, there was a lot of pasta. That was a lot of pasta on the table, man. That's There's no way they're eating all that. Carmelo Hayes focusing backstage is greeted by Trick Williams, who wants to be in his corner for his match. Melo wants to go solo. Trick respects this. All right. NXT Women's Champion Lyra Valkyria is jumped by Zaya Lee during her entrance. So their match is pushed to further on in the show. And hopefully uh, Lyra will be able to ma- uh, be in that match. We got a tag team match up next. Carl Rio and Garza going up against Blade and Anofe. Anofe throw, uh, thrown into the air by Humberto. Garza kicks him on the way down in the tummy. Anofe uh, is pinned, and Gario and Garza pick up the W. I struggled through that. Holy crap. Um, an all right match. Definitely needed more time in the oven to cook a little bit. I would have... Would have really, I think this could have been a good one if they if they had some more time. I like the chemistry here, so give me some more Blade Nanofe, please. Come on. We move on. 
Iron Survivor qualifier match. These are JBL's picks, I, I do believe. He did like a little promo, being JBL, Wrestling God, all that stuff. Carmelo Hayes versus Josh Briggs. Interesting pick. Briggs in control, hums Mello over the announce table. Mello super kick right on the button, right on the button. Nails a scissor kick, and Booker T and myself are losing it. Love a good old scissor kick. Thumbs up for that. Mello hits a code breaker, and then Lexus King runs down to distract Carmelo. Briggs with a clothesline from hell would make JBL proud. Moonsault to boot, pins, and Briggs advances to the Iron Survivor match. Holy shit. Probably the biggest win in Briggs' career uh, on the single side. Impressive performance uh, for sure from Briggs. Hard-hitting strikes, good maneuvers, nice slams. Yeah, Mello, very nice selling, making Briggs look good. And this developing beef with Lexus King. I'm, I'm interested. I'm interested in this for sure. 7 out of 10. Pretty good match. We got Von Wagner is invited over to Mr. Stone's house for dinner. Uh, he meets the family... And then Stone's kids stare at Von Scars. Dun dun. He loses his mind. He power bombs the children through the dinner table. Throws spaghetti on the wall. We got a huge mess everywhere. Stone and his wife are crying. Why, Von? Why? Is what I wish happened. Instead, it was just a pretty lame, wholesome, wholesome moment. I don't know. It was, it was whatever. Wes Lee cuts a promo about wanting the North American Championship back from Dom Mysterio, and that is interrupted by the champion Dom Mysterio. Trash talking Wes Lee calls him an undeserving loser. Tells Wes he must prove himself next week in a fatal four-way match versus three former North American champions. I don't remember. I think it was. I know Bronson Reed's up in there. It was a lot of guys that are on the main roster. So they're going to come down and battle it out with Wesley. That should be a banger. An okay promo right here from Wes. I, like, he, like, he has the passion. Like, he's trying, he's trying. But it was, like, clear as day that he's, you know, he's got a script that he's reading from. It It's, it's not a well-written script. Like, he's doing the best that he can. So I'll give him props for that. Dom was pretty good. So that's, that. yeah. Moving on, Iron Survivor Qualifier Match. This is, uh, I believe this is also JBL's picks. Blair Davenport, oh, so good to see her again, versus Thea Hale with JC Jane. Hale doing well, gets distracted by the lack of Chase U support in the crowd. There's, like, none of the, you know, the, the planted crowd members. They got, like, fans wearing Chase U shirts, but they don't have that dedicated section. And this really, really distracts Thea, Blair kicks Thea's head off, punching her ticket to the Iron Survivor Challenge. Fast-paced, technical match, but a bit too short. And Chase U, not there for Thea either, is rather interesting. So they're just doing a full revolt right now. It's not just against Mr. Chase. They're just gone. So I hope they're coming back because I love the Chase U section. But uh, interesting for sure. Interesting. Speaking of interesting, Baron Corbin calls Ilya Dragunov's life as a champion sad and lonely, playing a video of him, like, going into a house all alone and shit. Meanwhile, Baron's life is lavish, filled with expensive cars and houses and a sexy missile of a wife. And, yeah, he's going to be a way better champion, he claims. Uh, interesting video. Interesting, uh, you know, fits with the Baron theming of him being a rich guy and all that stuff. So, uh, it was okay. I feel bad for Dragunov. That was mean, though. Charlie Dempsey with Gulak and Boyd going up against Eddie Thorpe. 
Eddie rolls through a submission into a pin, grabs a quick W over Gulak. Uh, okay match, technical wrestling from Dempsey was solid. Yeah, you know, I just, I don't, I'm not feeling Eddie Thorpe. My wife's like, I don't like him. Uh, but I do like Charlie Dempsey and, and their little entourage. I like them. The Goon Squad attack Thorpe like a bunch of sore losers. Okay. The family, Tony Stacks and D, they finish up their dinner. Oh, and then they're jumped in the parking lot by Garza and Correo because they weren't invited to dinner. Tony and Stacks are pissed. They want a match. Oh, how could you? Ariana Grace uh, cuts a angry little video promo thing. She's angry with Carmen Petrovic for attacking her last week, and nobody cared. Yo, I cared a little bit. I cared a little bit. Revenge will be had, and this was an entertaining little vignette. You know, not bad. I Again, I like this Ariana Grace. She's starting to show, like, a fiery side here, so maybe she starts to whoop some ass in the ring as well as being like a prom queen. That'd be interesting. Main event time, NXT Women's Championship on the line. Lyra Valkyria defending against Zaya Lee. So Lyra coming into this match, not 100% obviously uh, from the attack earlier in the show from Zaya, but she bolts out. She is hungry to fight. So the match starts and Lee takes advantage of the early beatdown. Lyra does hit a German suplex, firing up. Battles out of a Zaya Lee submission. Nails a cradle shock to my TNA fans out there to retain the women's NXT championship. Nice resilient match right here for the champion. Lee, good chemistry with Lyra. I mean, she should have planned that attack later on in the show. She might have had it done, but uh, solid match right here. And uh, yeah, that's the end of NXT. Solid show this week. Some matches were way too short, basically... I don't know. They just kind of put them in there for the sake of putting them in there. They definitely needed some more time. Eddie Thorpe, man, I don't know. I just don't think it's going to happen with this guy. He's boring. He's got really nothing going on. Heritage Cup match was a little banger to open up the show. Really like that Heritage Cup match, man. I like I like all the Heritage Cup matches. I like that formula. It, it works really good with Dar. Iron Survivor qualifiers have been pretty good. Some all right segments. Ariana's was probably my favorite this week. Six and a half out of ten for NXT. All right, we get to do things right this week. We're going to SmackDown in Chicago this week. We got Lynch, Flair, Belair, and of course, good old Pinhead are in the ring. They're talking about ending damage control in war games. Bailey alone interrupts calling Lynch swaft. Becky is upset, challenges damage control to a tag match tonight. Oof, okay, uh, interesting opener, opener right here, uh, Shotzi, Pinhead, woof. She tried, I will give it, she did try, but that was a very hard to watch promo. It was so scripted, she's doing the maniacal laugh, it is, it is cringy. I don't like that word, but it was... Really hard to watch. It was, Oh, man, it was bad. Oh, so bad. Uh, the rest of them were pretty standard. It was fine. Like, I don't know if they were, like, act... Like, Be- Becky was given the look to Shotzi, like, oh, my God. Like, you are burying yourself actively on live television. Not good, man. Uh, Belair, I will say, she looked beautiful. She looked awesome. So there was that. Uh, not the best opener. We move on to the Undisputed Tag Team Championship match. Damian Priest and Finn Balor with Rhea Ripley defending against the Street Profits. Damian pounces Montez over the announce table. How you doing? Nice blockbuster doomsday device by the Profits. We got a near fall right there. 
And then a sloppy revelation by the Street Profits. Finn Balor saves Damien there. Ripley distracts the referee. Priest, a lame-looking tombstone. Like, it's a tomb... They called it a tombstone, but he doesn't, like, dump him on his head. He just, like... No, that's not a tombstone. That's just, that just sucks. A stomp by Finn pins and retains the undisputed tag team championships. Solid effort here from the Profits. Don't know where Bobby Lashley's at. He, he might be injured, but, you know, if, if he's not, where the heck is he? He should 100% be out there with the Street Profits for this, their biggest match, I would say. Uh, the match was a bit short. Uh, Street Profits, couple close calls in the match were pretty good. Uh, just a solid match overall. We got Flair and Becky Lynch arguing backstage. Belair calms things down as the tension builds in the team before we even get into war games. Oh, yeah. Grayson Waller effect is up next. Grayson introduces Kevin Owens and out comes Austin Theory dressed like Kevin. I did think for a hot second there like Kevin lost a shitload of weight and just packed on a bunch of muscle over the last week. But no, it's just Austin Theory. But the real Kevin Owens is suspicious suspended which is why Waller and Theory are surprised when the real Kevin Owens arrives to the show Uh uh-oh LA Knight's name is said a few too many times so LA Knight is summoned yeah to a thunderous pop from Chicago oh man they love themselves some LA Knight LA Knight talks to the crowd yeah whoops A-Town down under with Kevin Owens the crowd likes this and a funny segment right here Kevin Owens was awesome, doing his fast, funny talking, whatever he does. And of course, LA Knight, white hot, and damn, Chicago, like I said, loving themselves some LA Knight. So we have a match now, it's LA Knight and Kevin Owens teaming up against Austin Theory and Grayson Walla, the A-Town down and it. Knight with the hot tag hits a variety of flapjacks and a power slam. Stunner from Kevin Owens, BFT by Knight, pins and they grab the Crowd, again, absolutely going nuts for this match. Thumbs up for that. Uh, Made the match a lot better. It was entertaining. Uh, Knight showing off some new moves in this match was good. Working well with Kevin Owens. And then there's A-Town down. And a solid heel tag performance. But have they won a match as a team yet? I don't know. It's been a a long time anyway. We got Becky Lynch uh, getting help from Bianca in staying calm. But Becky is struggling mightily. Pretty funny. Pretty funny right here. Not bad. And now we got Carlito. He comes out to a new song. I wish they had his old song. Like, oh, I spit in the face of people who don't want to be cool. Like, oh, 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 iconic, iconic. Anyway, Carlito cutting a promo. He is excited to have a match against or a match on pay-per-view again. It's been a very long time. Santos is Dunyan Rings at Survivor Series for what he's done to Rey Mysterio. Santos comes out, fires back, blaming Carlito for his LWO family falling apart. And then a brawl breaks out. They get separated for only a moment. And then Santos with a cheap shot on Carlito. The fighting continues in the back. Dragon Lee stops stops Santos from breaking Carlito's arm. Oh my goodness. And that's the end of that. Solid promo here for Carlito and Santos. A nice fired up promo. Well done from him. Good segment. uh, Building a good feud between Santos and Carlito and the remainder of the LWO. Pretty good. Speaking of pretty, we got pretty deadly. Elton Prince, Kit Wilson versus the Brawling Brutes, Ridge and Butch. 
Bridge is uh, still seemingly cheesed off with Butch over the miscommunication last week. Uh, he leaves Butch to fight alone, just ditches him. What the fuck, Ridge? Boo! Butch used, uh, uses that mo as motivation, starts whooping some pretty deadly ace. Bitter end by Butch, but on the wrong member. He gets rolled up by the legal member. Pretty deadly grab a win. Good job from Butch fighting pretty deadly all by himself. As always, pretty deadly with those cheeky tactics. Pick up a W. And the Brawling Brutes uh, possibly breaking up here is the bigger storyline. So there's definitely going to be some fallout. Butch won't take that like lightly. He's going to be like, I'm going to kick your ass, bro. So they're probably going to fight about it. And that's interesting. Uh, definitely would like to see what Seamus thinks about all this. We got Charlotte actually has a sweet moment backstage with Shotzi. They're like... You know, Shotzi's all like, oh, you're my motivation and, and all that. It was actually a nice moment. Very nice. Dragon Lee will be taking Carlito's spot versus Santos at Survivor Series. Aw, oh, damn it. Carlito was just talking about how excited he was to get back on pay-per-view. And, and now he's off. So, I mean, it's, it's kind of a... I mean, Carlito loses in this, but... I mean, no offense to Carlito, but the dra Dragon Lee is going to put on a better match versus Santos. Should be a banger, actually. I'm kind of excited now. Main event time. We got Bailey and Asuka with damage control going up against Charlotte Flair and Becky Lynch with Belair and Pinhead. Lynch with a double DDT missile dropkick into a disarmor on Bailey. Asuka is in for the save. We got the manhandle slam. Flair with a spear on Asuka. It accidentally, uh, they kind of fall into Becky's pinfall and it breaks that up. Whoopsie daisy. Flair and Becky are arguing about it. Roll up, grabbing the tights on Becky and damage control grabs a big momentum W going into war games. A good fast paced match right here. Planting more seeds between Flair and Becky's tension. How is that going to play out in War Games? Heading into it, I mean, Damage Control looked like they have all the cards uh, in their favor. Good match right here. 7 out of 10. And that's the end of SmackDown. Pretty alright go-home SmackDown here. Adding more to the storyline going in. Especially LWO versus Santos slash LWO should be pretty interesting. Or I said LWO. Anyway, Dragon getting the nod should be wicked. Like I said, should be a good match. But sucks that Carlito won't be getting an opportunity. Setting up a difficult fight for damage control here. Man, it's, it's going to be hard for Team Flair to take them down. Hottest guy in the company, LA Knight. Doesn't really have anything going on. Uh, Major heading into the pay-per-view. Uh, there wasn't really a lot of time between this and Crown Jewel. Uh, it's not ideal, but, uh, you know, that's that's how it goes when you have a Roman Reigns who only shows up. He's a part-time champion. It, it, that's, that's all it really is to it. Chicago crowd feeling it tonight. They really brought it, so that was awesome. Good on y'all. Five and a half out of ten for SmackDown. And I won't be doing any of the Survivor Series, um, what do you call them, predictions on this episode. Sadly, it's already underway slash over as me recording this. So I can't take the risk of looking up the card and, you know, seeing the results or anything. So sadly, I'm going to have to pass on predictions. So that, that sucks. Uh, excuse me. We move on now to AEW. We got Dynamite. They're also in Chicago. Hot place to be right now if you're a wrestling fan. We got the Continental Classic Tournament getting announced. It's a point-based tournament. 
three points for a win. You get a minus one if there's any form of outside interference. That is fucking awesome. Love that. And the winner gets a continental championship. I think that's what they're fighting for here. And this tournament begins right now. Continental Classic. Swerve Strickland somehow fighting after after that fucking war with Hangman. I have no idea. Versus Jay Lethal. Jay attacking the injured shoulder of Swerve. We got a lethal injection countered by Swerve. Hits a stomp. Pins. Picking up the first W in the tournament. Grabbing three points. Solid match to kick off the tournament and the show. Stunned Swerve uh, is wrestling so soon after Full Gear, man. He should be in a body bag or at least in a hospital. Because holy crap, that Full Gear match was nuts. Uh, I love this no interfering thing from the Entourage. So no Sanjay Dutt. No fucking Jeff Jarrett and Karen Jarrett. Get the hell out of here. Good stuff. Ring of Honor Tag Team Championships. Or champions, MJF and Adam Cole, baby. They are in great spirits after full gear. Max and Cole cutting promos. Adam is worried about everyone gunning for Max's AEW World Championship. As he says that, the lights go out. Masked Devil appears on screen, giggles, and disappears again. Uh Uh-oh. Samoa Joe makes his way to the ring, making sure Max is still going to give him his shot at the AEW World Championship. Max says, bro, (laughs) Joe's breath smells like skunk shit. St. Adam tells Max to do the right thing and give Joe what he wants and what he deserves. Max says, fine, right here, right now, in Chicago. Joe says, nah, nah. Joe wants the best of both competitors. They just finished with full gear, so let's heal up a little bit. So he wants it to go down at world's end. MJF is all in. Let's fucking do this. Good segment. Nice promos all around. And, oh, I cannot wait for this match. Should be a really fun build-up, too. I can imagine Samoa Joe's going to be playing a lot of head games with MJF heading into world's end. We move on to a trios match. Menard, Parker, and Haggard going up against Hook, Shibata, and Orange Cassidy. And they have a Thanksgiving surprise. Dan Housen is back. Oh, fuck yeah. He Dan Housen distracts Jake with a purple bucket hat. Oh, no. And a curse. How dare you. We got a double red rum locked in by Hook and Shibata. The orange punch and the good guys win. Solid entertaining tag right here. Shibata throwing some heat in the ring, as he always does. I mean, it's what he does. Great to see Dan Housen back. We're going to be seeing some more curses. I uh, don't know how much I like that music that he comes out to, but good to see Dan back. Thumbs up. Roddy and the kingdom find Adam. They annoy Cole, who loses it on Roddy. Good for you. Fucking Roderick is so annoying right now. I do not blame Adam for losing it. Now we got Christian Cage, Wayne, and Luchasaurus in the ring. Christian blames Luchasaurus for their loss at full gear. Christian tells Lucha to take a knee and grants Luchasaurus a new name, Killswitch. Interesting. I mean, that is the name of Christian's finisher. I like to call it the unprettier. I thought he was going to call him unprettier. That would have been really mean, yet funny, but it's Killswitch. Christian praises Wayne, calling him the prodigy Nick Wayne. And then Nick's mommy, Sharon, runs down. Christian trash-talking her deceased husband, then tells her to beat it. 
Luchasaurus rises from the knees, steps in between Christian and Shannon. What's he going to do? What's he going to do? Not much. Christian slaps Lucha, shoves him into Shannon. She goes down. Wayne grabs two chairs, and Christian demands Luchasaurus to deliver a concerto to Shannon. Good God Almighty. Edge has seen enough. He clears the ring. Here for the save. Has a stare down with Christian. Kill switch. Saves Christian. Edge spears Wayne in half. Absolutely wrecks him. Delivers a concerto to Nick in front of his mom. Who's having a fucking meltdown. Uh, my goodness, man. That got fucking real really quick. Well done from Wayne right here. Acting so cold-blooded. Like... He was going to let his mom get concertoed and, like, not not a single fuck given from him. Well done. And Christian, beyond scumbag heel work right here. Great segment. Thumbs up. Continental Classic Tournament Match. Roosh with LFI versus Jay White with the Bullet Club Gold. Roosh pulls out the extension cord. Yay, it's been a while. But the ref says, nana, got to put that away, and he won't let Rush use it. Boo. Gnarly chops from Roosh and White, Jay hitting a sneaky low blow while the referee can't see. Blade Runner and Jay White picks up three points in the tournament. I do hope they, they that uh, I hope these two meet again this tournament if I hope they meet again in this tournament if possible. That's what I'm trying to say. I really like the chemistry between these two. Good pace, lots of stiff strikes. Like that's an understatement. Nice counters, good near falls. I enjoyed this seven and a half at the. We got Jericho is, or he was jumped by Big Bill and Ricky Starks after the media scrum at full gear. So, bound to be some, uh, some what do you call it, rivalry or a feud building up between Jericho and Big Bill and, and Ricky. So, I imagine Kenny Omega will get into that as well. We got Timeless Tony Storm presented with her new AEW Women's Championship. Uh, they do it in a way like she won an Academy Award. She comes up, delivers a speech. We got the, the whole thing. It's, it's pretty freaking good. I, I, I really got a kick out of that. And then Sky Blue, like an absolute stud, just plows through the whole freaking ceremony. How rude. And Tony Storm is absolutely stunned. Good shit right there. We got a matchup next, Anna J with Angelo and Paca versus Sky Blue versus Ruby Soho with Soraya. Code Blue is countered into a gory bomb by Anna J that looked great. Outside parties arguing with each other, distracts Ruby, allows Blue to hit a cutter on Anna for the victory. Solid match right here. Menard, Parker, and Anna J hanging by a thread, man. Like, they're this whole leftovers of the JAS they're they're struggling right now they're arguing they're they're just it's been rough man I don't know what's going to be the future for this team or this group or whatever the heck but it's it's not good right now we got Wardlow is interviewed about MJF it's interrupted by AR Fox telling him to chill the frig out man what's your problem whoa I guess they're gonna fight about it main event time continental classic tournament match Mark Briscoe versus John Moxley ooh Leaping neckbreaker into the onto the floor by Briscoe. Ouch! Moxley is busted open. I don't really know from what. I don't know if it was from the bite from Mark or a bunch of punches, headbutts. Who knows? But he's bleeding. Briscoe bites Moxley back, hitting some redneck kung fu. What the? Nails the froggy bow. A beautiful one at that. Near fall right there. Two Death Riders needed by Moxley to put down Briscoe, grabbing three points in the tournament. 
I find it wild that Moxley and Briscoe haven't had a match before this one. That's that's crazy. We're going to need to fix that. We're going to need some more matches between these two. Stiff fight between two tough badasses, man. Entertaining stuff. 7.5 out of 10, and that's the end of Dynamite. Good follow-up show after full gear. Uh, good start to the Continental Classic Tournament thingy. Love the Christian segment that was just out of control. And Samoa Joe finally getting his match set for MJF. I cannot wait for that. Really excited to see how the build-up is going to be. Should be a lot of fun. Will Samoa Joe win the AEW Championship? Oh my goodness, I don't know. 7 out of 10 for Dynamite. And now we go to Rampage. They were in Pittsburgh this week, and we're starting off the show with Hook going up against Rocky Romero. Rocky throws Hook into the ring post, hits a superplex. Hook rallies, counters a slice bread into a red rum. Romero passes out, and Hook picks up the W. Uh, Hook starting to have some longer matches right now, starting to... To develop a little bit more in the ring, which is good. He was solid out of the gate. It's just that he was always having very short matches. And he's starting to develop a little bit of a gas tank, which is nice. He was thro- throwing some heat in the ring, which was good. And Rocky selling really strongly for him. Solid opening match. We got former champion Chris Statlander going up against Diamante. Mercedes Martinez walks down, distracting Chris. Diamante counters a super or suplex into a DDT, standing slice bread. We got a near fall right there. Statlander nails a wicked lariat, puts away Diamante for the W. Really good showing right here for Diamante. I like her. They don't use her very often, but whenever she's in the ring, I, I, I like what I see. Nice counters, good pace in this match. Worked really nice with Statlander. I, I wouldn't mind seeing this match go down again. Seven at it then. Mercedes and Diamante beat up Chris after the match. Willow Nightingale runs down for the save. So could be having a tag team match next week. We have the Kingdom. They are promoting No Neck November while they still can. It's cool because they are gearing up for Neck the Halls in December. That That's just spectacular. And then they have a squash match versus Davis and Jones. They win that, obviously. So, yeah. All right. Neck the halls, everybody. Neck the halls. Neck health. Main event time. Ring of Honor Pure Championship on the line. Katsuzori Shibata defends against Wheeler Yuta. Yuta expending a rope break and a closed fist early. So that is the idea behind the Pure Championship. You get three rope breaks. You get, I think, one or two warnings for a closed fist. And other than that, I think that's about it uh, that makes it pure. So, Shibata delivering a crazy amount of chops to Yuta. Shibata using submissions to make Yuta use his second rope break. Yuta shoves the referee accidentally on purpose to deliver a low blow to Shibata. Flag pulls him with a DDT. Yuta applies the seatbelt pin. And no! Ring of Honor Pure Champion, it's Wheeler Yuta. Scummy Yuta getting the job done right here. Good technical strong style match. 7 out of 10. Shibata obviously pissed off about all the shenanigans that just went down. Not wanting to shake hands with Yuta. So Wheeler kicks him in the ding ding. Yet again. Starts putting a whooping down on Shibata. And Hook is there for the save as the show ends. Pretty solid rampage. Good wrestling. Decent segments. Standard rampage formula. 6 at that. 
We'll move on to Collision. They're in Pittsburgh as well. We got the Continental Classic Tournament starting off with... Well, it's it's begun, but we're starting off with a Continental Classic Tournament match. Claudio versus Danny Garcia. Claudio swings Garcia into the guardrail. How you doing? Hits a pop-up European uppercut. Danny fires... Uh, fires up, but shut down by a Ricola bomb. Claudio picks up the win and three points. Good opening match right here. Garcia taking an absolute whooping, but he kept getting up, getting back into the fight. Got to respect that. Claudio, really nice performance right here. Seven at then. And now we have Luchasaurus uh, now being called Kill Switch. He is going up against the boys. Squash match right here. Kill, uh, Kill Switch choke slams. One of the boys off the onto the apron, like oh, that bump is so brutal. And the other, he takes the other boy's head off with a gnarly lariat, choke slams one of them onto a steel chair, like ugh. And then Edge comes in hot with a steel chair, beats the crap out of Kill Switch, chokes him with the steel bar just like he used to do in WWE, nails a concerto. Edge is celebrating, but Kill Switch somehow is stirring. He's starting to get up. So Edge stomps Killswitch's head into the chair, delivers a second concerto. Yeah, that should probably do it. That'll do it. Edge going back to the dark place right here. Christian, uh-oh, he's in trouble. Backstage, Edge cuts a promo, a really angry promo on Christian. He's going to destroy him in Montreal for the TNT Championship. That should be a lot of fun. Good stuff right here from Edge. I really like this Edge-Christian feud. Might be one of the best ones that they got going on in AEW right now. I'm trying to think. Like, the MJF thing is over now. So, yeah, this, the Christian stuff is excellent. So, thumbs up. We got a tag team match. Malachi Black and Buddy Matthews going up against Commander and Gravity with Alex. Commander with a beautiful rope-running springboard onto House of Black. Like, oh, so good. Thumbs up. Malachi playing mind games with Commander tricks him into a stomp from Buddy for the W. Solid quick tag match. Crazy good high flying. God damn that freaking rope running uh, thing that Commander does just blows me away every single time. So freaking impressive. Moving on. TBS Championship match. Julia Hart defends for the first time against Lady Frost. And it's house rules. So they select a no count out match. Okay. Frost missing a moonsault off of the steps, kind of tweaks her ankle or knee. Julia takes over, locks in the Heartless for her first successful defense of the TBS Championship. A solid match. I always like seeing Lady Frost. She's very pretty. Moving on, we got Don Callis and Hobbs calling out the Golden Jets backstage. Hobbs saying that he's big, he's black, and he's jacked. So that's his thing right now. All right. Moving on, FTR going up against the Righteous Vince and Dutch. Dutch hammering FTR with heavy, heavy offense. Uh, nice sneaky tag by Vincent. Dutch comes in, hits Cash with a big old boss man slam. FTR fight back, hit the Shatter Machine for the W. Good tag team match. Really, really like the chemistry in the ring between the Righteous and FTR. I would like this to continue. 7 out of 10. The lights go out, House of Black appear, getting into the heads of FTR, and then they disappear yet again. Ooh, spooky. AEW, Tag Team Champions, Big Big Bill and Ricky. I was going to call him Big Ricky. <laughs> They're interviewed by Tony Schiavone about attacking Chris Jericho after Full Gear last week. 
champs say they are the superior tag team over the Golden Jets. And Bill then lists off, like, every Chicago Bull player of all time. Uh, good stuff here from the champs. We got a match. Keith Lee going up against the other Lee. It's Lee Moriarty. Keith deadlifts Moriarty to escape an arm bar, but he's dealing with a bad arm now. Keith ends Moriarty with a jackhammer for the W. Impressive strength on display from Keith, as expected. Good to see Moriarty back in the ring. Solid performance and a solid match. Keith cuts a promo, a pretty angry promo, about the lack of opportunity. He is looking to take it from him. Uh, who the hell is that? Who's him? I don't know. Uh, they're, they're speculating it might be a Ring of Honor champion. I forget his name, but someone. So he's going after someone. I was getting excited because I thought maybe, you know, he was he was on the right path there with that lack of opportunity. He's not wrong. Um, so I was hoping maybe he would go off a little bit of a tangent right there. You know, he kind of did, but kind of wanted it to go a little bit further, but it might next week. So we'll keep our eyes on Keith Lee. Main event time. Continental Classic Tournament match. Brody King versus Eddie Kingston. Brody squashes Eddie into the steel barricade. Just ow. Eddie giving Brody two rounds of machine gun chops. A spinning back fist on the money, but it's a near fall. Brutal chop war ends with Eddie planting Brody with a DDT. Another near fall. Brody eats yet another spinning back fist, but he just takes it like a champ. Nails Kingston with a Dante's Inferno, pins and wins, grabbing up three points. Jesus, brutal battle in the ring right here, tons of stiff shots, the chops, like, oh baby. Brody is an absolute animal, and Eddie was throwing everything at the big man, just not enough, man. Good effort, great match, 8 at 10, and that's the end of Collision. Pretty good show this week. Some nice matches. The main event was good. I'm enjoying the Continental Classic. That's some good stuff. Obviously, I am really into this Edge Christian. The Kill Switch. Wayne, that storyline is really, really good right now. Enjoying that quite a bit. And um, what else we got on there? I like Keith Lee right now, man. Like, I've not liked his run in AEW. I feel like he's kind of just lost in the background. But lately, he's been getting a little bit of time. He's starting to call out some people. So this is kind of, we're witnessing a turning of the page here a little bit with Keith Lee. He's not quite to the level that I would like him to be at, like where he was in NXT. But uh, doing better, doing better. A good collision. 7 out of 10. And we will finish off the episode with the three stars of the week. It will be a little full gear heavy because full gear will be in contention for this week's uh, three stars. But let's start out with a couple of shout outs. Want to shout out No Amdar versus Chad Gable, their Heritage Cup match on NXT this week. Just really good technical match. I At the beginning, I didn't like the Heritage Cup matches that much. Uh, I don't remember who had the... Who had the cup before? Noam Dar. But now that Dar has it, I've been really into the Heritage Cup matches. I like the way that uh, they do it with the rounds and everything. It's uh, It gives opportunity for a different style of singles match. So it's good. I like that one this week. Check it out. And I want to shout out Eddie Kingston versus Brody King on Collision. Just a brawl. Absolute brawl. I love Brody King. He's just... God, he's just so aggressive. Just everyone loves this guy. Like He's in a heel faction but like everyone's always cheering for Brody they're doing the ooh, ooh for him because he's just so freaking awesome man he's so good great match with him in Kingston and now for the official three stars of the week third star goes to 
Orange Cassidy versus John Moxley international championship match. Is that what it's called? The inter- international inner whatever. Their their title match at full gear. Uh, not their best match that they've had with each other. They've fought a lot, but it was still a really good, fun match. I love the mix of Moxley, his super tough badass deal that he's got going on, then Moxley, or uh, Orange with his weird shenanigans, and it works really, really well with Moxley. It's such a fun clashing of styles. Good enough for the third star this week. Second star goes to the four-way ladder match at Full Gear. love a ladder match, I love myself a ladder match, and you look at the guys that were participating in that one, it was, it was a ton of fun, it was lots of big fun spots, a lot of scary looking spots, man, like, um, not, not as scary as like the old school TLCs back in the day, like when they're jumping like 28 feet to the outside through a table, but, uh, pretty fucking good right there, man, you can't go wrong with a ladder match, they're always a ton of fun, Good enough for the second star, but the first star goes to, without question, it is Swerve Strickland versus Hangman Adam Page. Their death match at full gear was one of the craziest matches I've ever seen. It was just relentless, non-stop pace, just one big spot after the other, incredibly violent match. I mean, blood, glass, barbed wire, everything but fire, pretty much, like... Crowd was begging for fire. I don't blame them for not going to the fire thing because fire is scary and unpredictable. But what an absolutely sensational death match. The emotion, the storyline coming into it, really just, oh, it was, it was the cherry on top was the death match. Really put a beautiful uh, bow tie on top of this rivalry. It's a 10 out of 10 match. It's definitely going to be in contention for match of the year. It was a hell of a match, man. You gotta check it out. The only reason you wouldn't check it out is if you are squeamish. If you don't like these kind of violent matches, then, okay, you'll you'll pass on this one. But fuck, was it ever good. Good enough for the first star. And that is the show, everybody. Thank you so much for listening. As always, you're awesome. You want to be even more awesome, you know, hit that little rating button or review the podcast, whatever you want. And if you want to get involved even more so with the podcast, send in a question. We can send in a question related to video games, wrestling, hockey, doesn't matter. Just send in a question. I'll cut out a little time for you on the show and we'll answer the question live. Uh, There's an email address. YouTube channel, these episodes get uploaded on YouTube, Gamer GX videos, link is in the description, uh, excuse me, great place to leave a comment on the YouTube channel, drop a comment, I'll see it immediately, and there you go, off and running, there's a Twitter page where I put up announcements and future ideas and stuff like that, so you can check that out, email address in case you want to have a private conversation or anything like that, you don't want your convert or your question answered live on the podcast, just send in an email, that's absolutely fine. Fine, no problem there at all, and yeah, so again, thank you everybody so much for listening, we just did a GamerCast, Call of Duty Modern Warfare, uh, Call of Duty 4 Modern Warfare, it's hard with the, you know, they're, they're naming the, the newer Call of Duty's Modern Warfare now, but the OG, Call of Duty 4, like from 2007, went back, did a little retrospective on that bad boy, one of the most important games uh, for me growing up, it was uh, immensely influential, and uh, yeah, so it was a ton of fun going back and talking about uh, 
just one of my favorite games of all time. Lots of fun, so you can go back and listen to that one. Uh, don't have anything solidified for the GamerCast this week, but it's still very early, so if you have suggestions, throw them at me. Uh, working on a Lies of P review, getting through that game, but not not done it yet, so I don't know if that'll be uh, for this week. So yeah, just keep an eye out on Twitter. Announcements will be made. There will be a... Survivor Series War Games review as well going up. Uh, separate episode for this one. Uh, I haven't finished it just yet as me recording this. I only, I just got the first War Games match. So I got the first War Games in and that's it. So I'm going to have to catch up and watch the rest of it. So there will be a review uh, sometime this week. Hoping tomorrow, but it might be Tuesday. So just, you know, great. Stick around, you know, stick around. You'll you'll get some good content over here. So be on the lookout for that. The hockey cast will be up this week as well eyeing up a wednesday thursday release for that so be on the lookout and yes again thank you everybody so much for listening you're awesome have a great week and everything whatever you're doing listening to this thank you so much for listening we'll be back again soon with more gx plus cast